Wildcat Nation and Offsea Sport Nation. Welcome to the recap episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition. Hopefully you guys had a chance to tune in to the uh, football preview edition earlier today. And if you got a chance to watch today's football game, you have a lot of excitement in you as the Cats pull off the upset against Wisconsin 24-10. Recap episode will be out tomorrow on that, but tonight is all about basketball. First and foremost, happy Veterans Day again to all the veterans that have served our country and helps make the country move forward and go round. So if you have not done so already, Off-Sea Nation and Wildcat Nation, please thank a veteran today. Whether it's a friend, family, colleague, whomever, it'll make their day or night at this point. So hope you all are enjoying your Saturday night, whether you're chilling, celebrating, having dinner, spending time with family, or a combination of all four. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Once again, the support, the likes, the ratings, the reviews, the listens mean a lot to me and the project as it keeps me motivated to keep making episodes for you guys. Once again, spread it over to a friend, family, colleague, anyone who's down to join the Office Sports Talk. I can be found on most podcast platforms and on Instagram at Sport. That's O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. So if you've been following along for uh, this week uh, on the basketball show for the Wildcat offense, I did say that this was going to be the biggest test for the Cats this early in the season because they would be facing, a, for the most part, a tournament-ready team, right? Um, as far as we're concerned, it's not like Dayton is nationally ranked, not a top 25 team, but that does not really necessarily mean that they're any good. Right. They are the favorite to win their conference, the A-10. And of course, Dayton has had a pretty good track record over the past couple seasons, right? Even producing a top NBA lottery pick in OB Toppin. And they really had a um, star player to look out for in um, Deron Holmes II. And though I did say in that show that it was going to be a very close game, uh, defense was going to be the key here. Uh, and it looked to be the statement of this game for the most part, at least in the first half uh, for the Wildcats. Um, but I did say this game was going to be 67 to 62 or something like that because the odds had this game as like a five and a half point spread. But most of the pundits did have the Wildcats winning. I did too because, you know, you're at home. You have a team that's pretty experienced, has played together, and, or at least from in from an in-house standpoint, played together, and a lot of transfers who have had played meaningful minutes of college basketball. So, again, college basketball is a very team-oriented version of college basketball. You can have all the talent in the world, but a lot of the times, it's the teams that have the cohesiveness and the experience that tend to prevail, especially in games that really matter the most. Um, I know in this case, it's only game two of the year, but that could be a preview of how a March matchup could look like for the Wildcats. But yes, the Cats did win by five. Now that I am looking at this again, it's 71 to 66. So a very good quality win for the Wildcats, not only at home, but also for the season because it gives the team that confidence boost to realize that 
yes, last year was no fluke or whatever. This team really can legitimately compete, especially when you get to the conference season where just about every team can be a tournament team. So, again, really good night for uh, the Cats that Friday night. So if you were at the game, awesome. If you were able to follow the game, I'm sure the first half had you rolling, and then the second half had you somewhat concerned, but the team did just enough to stay afloat, stay on top, and uh, come away with the victory. So 71-66, the Wildcats improved to 2-0, while Dayton falls to 2-1. and um, This is the fourth consecutive season uh, that the Cats have started the year 2-0. and So again, before we get on our high horses and stuff, it's not always going to be indicative of a good season, but what we can be happy about is that it's indicative of a very good start and um, this is the ninth time that this has happened under coach collins's um regime um it looks like brooks barnheiser had the stat line of everyone going 13 and 10 so that's a second straight double double for him and playing a career high 38 uh, minutes of course, our fearless leader, Boo Booey, had 15 points with four assists. That was leading the team, which, again, gave him another career night. That is now placing him into third place of all time in career assists. So, fearless leader, fearless point guard, finding the right people at the right time while chipping in his share of 15 points. Um, the biggest difference here with the Cats and the Flyers is that the Cats dominated the paint. 38-18. to 18, points in the paint in favor of the Cats and favoring in rebounds 27 to 21 obviously with Barnheiser having 10 of those boards um it really really helps when you can have players that can keep the possession in your side and also scoring when there's really high percentage right anyone that plays any kind of basketball whether it's casual or competitive they'll tell you that it's much more easier and much more in a way rewarding when you can get the shots that are wide open and very close to the basket rather than hoisting up a three now of course that can be kind of hot given that we're now in an era where uh everyone wants to shoot and shoot from just about another county if you will thanks steph curry but again high percentage points that's what still has a role in this game and of course when you got a pretty decent front court led by matthew nicholson right you are going to have a lot of chances and also a lot of guys that can drive to the basket too like boo booey ty berry even langborn can uh, get to the rim too and of course with last season's team that was chase audige but it looks like the cats have enough firepower to still do that without him um, another stat I did want to put in is that the Cats put in very good work offensively on the rebounding side, turning 12 rebounds into 16 second chance points. So second chance points for those who want to figure that out is pretty much points that come off of offensive rebounds, right? So kind of like how I just said seconds ago, you want to revive or keep up possessions on your team by rebounding the ball not giving it back to the other team so you got to go back on defense so of course if you miss the first time you're able to get the ball back and then score you kind of make up for it so that's kind of like a second chance point that like okay you didn't get it the first time but you did uh get it the uh second time uh and you know that 
Cats really had a good first half. At the half, it was 25 to 35 in favor of the Cats. That is because um, of a run that the Cats had. They were down 25-24 late, but the Cats went on an 11-0 run over the last 3 minutes and 25 seconds, going 5 for 5 from the field, and holding the Flyers scoreless for the final, let's just say, a little under 5 minutes of the game. Uh, and in the second half, it looks like Dayton made the proper adjustments, right, at a point to where the the Flyers were up 51-50, but then, of course, the Cats had another run in them going 6-0, and uh, capped off by Nick Martinelli to seize a 56-51 lead with 7.42 left to go in the game. And it looks like the Cats never gave the lead back. So, holding on for a 71-66 win. So, of course, again, we all kind of had a feeling that this was going to be a close game no matter what, and it lived up to the billing. Hopefully... Hopefully, it was entertaining for those that watch the game. Uh, like myself, I got to listen to it over the radio, but it looked, or at least from what I was able to hear, it looked like it was one of those games, again, that has that tournament atmosphere. Um, one big uh, feature that stands out with the notes here, uh, Langborg scored a team high 19 points with a six of nine shooting from the field. So that is a very good start to his Northwestern career. Um, the aforementioned Nick Martinelli had a career high game and points with nine field goals at four steals in four and 19 minutes. So now that he has his time, he is now making really good use of it. Um, looking at the box score, we see that the leader for the Dayton Flyers was not a surprise. Deron Holmes with th 38 minutes of play, 17 points, 7 rebounds. Um, Javon Bennett also chipped in with 12 points and uh, 5 assists. And Nate Santos, like I mentioned in the pre-show, 11 points, 5 rebounds. That was their top three uh, performers from the starters. And the best bench player was Kobe Bray with uh, 15 points in 25 minutes of action. Uh, of course, the leader, Ryan Langborn, Boo Booey, Brooks Barnheiser, uh, holding it down from the starters. And the highest scoring bench player was Nick Martinelli with nine, having a career day for him. Uh, the Cats did a really good job on offense shooting 47.2% from the field, 62.5 in the first half. So that was more of the breakdown there. Uh, they did pretty good from three, 35.7%, and did a pretty good from the line, 80%, 16 of 20 opportunities from there. So again, those free points, right? You really want to chip in on those. Those can really decide games. And just by looking at this box score again, it looks like the Cats did a really good job there. So, quality, 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 quality all around. I'm actually pretty pleased with um, the start of this team. I'm, I mean, if, if you aren't, then you're just overtly critical. You, I don't know what you expect, but man, I, I would take two and zero and passing your first serious test uh, against a tournament team any day of the week. Honestly, I mean, especially against a team that comes from a very, very good conference that has history of producing very good basketball teams in the A-10. So, you know, really proud of the Cats there. I hope they can bring that energy, that 
uh, defensive uh, prowess, that paint prowess, and, you know, keep everything going, firing on all cylinders, playing somewhat complete basketball into their next matchup on Tuesday, November 14th against Western Michigan at Welsh Ryan. So three straight games at home to uh, start the year. And, you know, that's that's very good when you have home cooking and you're able to take advantage of it. Oh, what do you cats uh, think about the uh, win over Dayton? Do you think that this is going to be one of those quality wins that helps the cats go on a run? And if so, why do you think it's this early? If not, where do you think the cats should get that win to, you know, convince you that this team is business, is for real? Is it the game that's coming up? Is it the game against Rhode Island? Is it even the first conference game against Purdue? I mean, if if you don't agree, let me know. And if you do, you know, hopefully uh, we're both right and we can ride this momentum going into the rest of the year. Because, like I said in the um, preview show, we do want to see an instance where Wildcat basketball is good, right? And, or if anything, all the sports are good, and especially football and basketball. But, yeah, that is tonight's uh, recap show. Really proud of the Wildcats for getting that signature win here um at least to date um against the dayton flyers and hopefully they can carry that into the next game against western michigan uh, once again thank you so much for the support it means so much to me and the project please pass it on to friends family colleagues anyone who's down to join the office sports talk tomorrow again like i said we'll be recapping football with their big win against wisconsin so shout out to men's uh, football there for getting that big win with two games left to spare and was just one more game to uh get that uh bowl eligibility and of course until then um i should be back on monday or tuesday to give a preview for you guys for the basketball game against western michigan um I can be found on most podcast platforms and Instagram at Sport at O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Thank you all once again, and go Cats!